Welcome to Cthulhu is Rad. Still the only podcast. We killed the other ones. We killed them dead. Are you sure? Yeah, let them go. They're gone. We're the only one. I forgot we did that. Probably shouldn't admit to that on a podcast that gets released. Well, this is getting cut, right? Uh, yeah, sure. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, who's going to get us? Not the cops. Because the cops had a podcast. (laughs) We killed them too. (laughs) We killed the cops. Anyway, say your name, your character name, and what's your character's favorite creature? Keep in mind, they live in a world of magic. So, mythological and magic creatures, totally on the table. But you can also just pick dog. It's an easy one. Is this not the same answer for all of us? (laughs) Also, you're not allowed to pick Martha. Damn it. (laughs) (laughs) Then this is an impossible question. (laughs) Absolutely impossible. You can pick anything besides Martha. (laughs) Damn it. I don't know any of the creatures. (laughs) Nothing else matters. (laughs) Susie literally has a cat. All right. Oh my god. I'm Denise. I play Max, and Max's <laughs> Max's favorite creature outside of Martha because she's the best one. It's probably a dragon because of like the fire and the smoke. Do cool smoke tricks, fire tricks. <laughs> My name's Mel. I play Susie Sanchez, and her favorite magic creature is the uh, hot pink leopard, where she got the print for her pants. <laughs> oh yeah. I'm Jasmine. I play Gwen. Her favorite animal. Why are you talking so quiet? Remember, Harrison, this is Cthulhu is quiet. (laughs) That's true. I don't know. I'll just pick a tiger. Tigers are nice. Are nice. (laughs) I agree. I love tigers. My human name is Harrison. I play Yenrith. And Yenrith's favorite creature is the seagull that he feeds on the beach whenever he is on the beach. (laughs) It is always the same seagull. Is that what he believes? It's the same seagull. (laughs) Got a name tag on it. It's actually got a tracker. No, it is always the same seagull. Yenrith has a fantastic eye for detail. It's that seagull. They have an arrangement. An arrangement? What's the arrangement? I give him food, he gives me company. Oh. It, it, is Yanrith okay? <laughs> He's fine. That sounds like a date. A date? <laughs> Yanrith is not dating a seagull. I feel like I need to nip that one in the bud real fast. <laughs> Yanrith is not dating a seagull. <laughs> Yanrith Jones. Not interested. Not nearly feathery enough. <laughs> I'm Meriwether. I'm the dungeon master. And Dolores likes unicorns. <laughs> uh, just the, no reason why. I love that for her. I think uh, Susie can go in and order stuff for us and then we'll sit outside. Yeah, sure. Oh, I have to order them. I have anxiety. <laughs> it's the 80s. We don't know what that is yet. 
<laughs> you're just a little nervous. <laughs> I thought you were just going to say it's the 80s. We don't have anxiety. <laughs> we don't. We have acid. <laughs> Hell yeah. Hell yeah. So you guys have your pancake orders and you sit on the curb outside for a couple minutes and you see one of those psychedelic sort of vans that has the weird ass like mural on the side pull up and Gunther rolls down the window and goes hey guys hey come on in hey is there room for Martha oh yeah are you allergic to cats Gunther doesn't matter get in the van (laughs) but he's our driver you guys open the side door and it's got a shag carpet in the back because of course I assume it doesn't have windows. No. Okay. No windows at all. The whole bit. bit. There's no windshield. (laughs) Aside from the windshield. (laughs) So how's it going, guys? He starts to drive to the library. Well, they showed up covered in blood, but they seem to be okay. My cat doesn't like cars. Well, we'll be there soon. Okay. The cat shits in the crate. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> Sorry, man. Oh god. I'll clean that up. The smell. <laughs> Keep driving. <laughs> guys make it to the library. He parks like around the back. And you guys uh walk in. Greeted by Doreen. Yeah. Oh, I like your new outfit. Thanks. It's interesting with with the length of the cloak coming out of the bottom of the hoodie. <laughs> I was hoping it would cover the shorts. <laughs> it did it. <laughs> it doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> I guess you guys go to where Lolith is. Yeah. Yeah. Give the boy his flesh. Doreen leads you to his bookcase and opens it up and you see Lolith laying on the bed. And he sits up as you guys walk in. Uh, hey, hey guys. How's it going? Hey, buddy. We got some, we got a chunk for you. Oh, cool. A chunk just for you. Uh, he'll like hold his hand out. It's a little weird. It's not really a way around it. All right. And I'll walk up, put it in his hand. You give him the hunk and it does the weird thing where it reabsorbs and gets back into place. It's like, oh, I feel so much better. That's great. Oh, that's good. <laughs> Thank you. No problem. None at all. No biggie. <laughs> Not like we did five sessions worth of suffering for this. Easy peasy. It was all nothing. Easy peasy lemon squeeze, you know. <laughs> Basically just gone to the grocery store. <laughs> We're in a safe enough space. And these bookcases close, right? Yeah. I'm gonna pull out the stack of files I got from the file room. Oh, yeah. Ooh. Could we do a rest? Short rest? Short rest or something? Yeah, I'll say... uh Doreen leads you to a separate room if you guys want, and you guys can take a rest in there. Yeah. 
I heal during short rest? You can. I mean, you guys can take a long... Do you guys want to take a short rest or a long rest? Do we have time for a long rest? We don't know if anyone's looking for us. Um, yeah, how... I think you guys still have two days? Yeah, I think we have enough time. Yeah. And during that rest time, we can think about what we want to do. I was gonna say, it might be best if we do a short rest, because that'll put us roughly in the middle of the night when less people would be out and about, if we want to think about it that way. Short rest is only an hour. Oh, is it? Yeah. If we take a long rest, it'll, like, and we're, like, sleep right now, it'll... It'll be, what, two in the morning. Oh, okay. It'll be, like, eight hours? Yeah. Because let's just rough guess it's like you know granted you know drive time and waiting for him to get there we'll just say it's eight showering time right yeah i was going from eight four in the morning gotcha i say we do a long rest and we can like figure out what our next move is while we're resting yeah yeah and like you can look at those files while you're resting yeah that's not strenuous activity I think what counts as strenuous is any, well, I guess it depends on the DM, but it's anything you have to, like, roll for. I mean, that is going to take some mental capacity, so you might want to rest and then look. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Ganrith can look through most of it while the rest of us are resting. Yeah, because I only have to rest for four hours. Yeah. Yeah. They're my files. Okay. Yeah, I assume Gwen wants to look as well. Yeah, he doesn't know that I have them, actually. But... Oh, yeah. Gotcha. Alright, if you want to shoot that perfectly fine plan in the foot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Damn it. <laughs> Just like that one guard in the heist. <laughs> you guys get situated. Susie, I assume you let your cat out of the crate. Yeah. Zim and Martha sniff each other. <laughs> Play nice. Zim runs off into a corner like under a cot. <laughs> that sounds about right. All right, you guys rest. Oh, it feels so good. All right, you guys finish up your rest at it's four in the morning. So we've got all the hunks now, right? Yes. Now we just need to finish getting the relic things? The replacement? Yeah. I think we have stuff for almost everything. Yeah, you. so all you guys need is the the material plane one. Yeah. And uh, Susie said she had an idea, but that requires going to her apartment, which is probably compromised again probably what was what was the idea the uh engagement ring for oriana oh i like that <laughs> <laughs> i like ouch it hurts i like it <laughs> can we roll like arcana or religion or something to determine if that's suitable uh, I believe Susie already has and knows that it would work because I told I told Susie it had to be something significant. All right. Unless we want to use the cat. 
god. Oh no. <laughs> Oh god. Peeps just looked at me like the fuck. <laughs> Don't hurt peeps. Use the cat. Cat riff ice. Cat riff ice. Oh god. We also need to figure out who we're gonna choose to give the relics to. Yeah. You already know Susie chose her sugar daddy, but she wants it to be a group decision, so. Warlock daddy. <laughs> I hate that, oh, and I'm God. the one who said it. Could just say patron like a normal person, but yeah. <laughs> Have you already promised them to your father? <laughs> father. No, it's just the one she would like to choose, but she won't just say, hey, let's do that. It's like, ooh, more spells? Sounds good. Yeah. My brother, now that Max has showered, is he okay from the goop or did the little bit soaking in cause other issues? Wouldn't you like to know? I would. <laughs> I knew that was going to be your answer. <laughs> it was oh, either yeah. going to be that or that's for me to know. And you to find out. No, I'm fine with that. I'm <laughs> fine with that. I was just curious and seeing if there was something going on or if Max noticed anything more. Let's see, what were our other options? We can give them to the woods. We can give them to the moss. Yeah. It's either shooby dooby doo or bug Doreen? Uh, I... Doreen doesn't know. Am I... Am I wrong? Is Dor Doreen's... Doreen's a librarian, right? Yes. She's like a 20th level wizard. We could give it to her? What's she gonna do with them? I don't know. I'm not a wizard. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess we could ask her, but I don't know if she'll know anything. You guys are trying to soothe a god. Yeah. Doreen is a god. <laughs> Other gods know how to soothe gods. I don't know if Doreen, even as a level 20 wizard, can soothe a god. Wish. Wish can only... Well, Wish is pretty... As... Uh. <laughs> anyway, I want to look at the files first. Alright, roll. Either investigation or just raw intelligence. Are you hiding that you're... Because Yandrith wants to be nosy. Yandrith <laughs> can be nosy only one. But he can't take the files out of my hands. That's it. He can look over my shoulder. No, but I can I can read over your shoulder, yeah. Yeah. I'm not being like What you looking at? <laughs> files. Yeah, files. What's a ten investigation? Looking over her shoulder, can I also roll investigation? Investigation. It was a five. Dirty twenty. Fifteen plus five. All right. Max is doing smoke tricks. I do have. So as my roguish archetype, it doesn't say I have a bonus. Like I'm not actually sure what the purpose of this is, but I do have. It's called an eye for detail. Uh, it it says I can use a, which this is like. Acting like you would do it in combat, but 
if there's any flavor you can give me. But it says you can use a bonus action to make a perception check to spot hidden creatures or objects. Or to make an investigation check to uncover or decipher clues. Uh, just for flavor, I'll let you use that for advantage if you want to see if you get higher. Right. I did not. Okay. So, we'll start with Gwen. These are pretty secure files since they were down in the secret basement. So, they're not like in code, but a lot of things are abbreviated. So, if you don't know what the abbreviation stands for, you don't super understand what it's talking about. But you get a couple things. You can tell that there is some sort of secretive project that they started in 1945 to uh, sort of discover basically like what the goal of the project was is to discover the source and or nature of magic itself. You notice that there are sort of official DUAF records and then doubles of it with slightly altered information. And you see that they were marked as the copies sent to Argamont's federal government. So there's the DUA version and then there's the federal government version. And like key experimental data was like retracted or like the source of how they got the data is left vague intentionally, things like that. Some real CIA shit. (laughs) So can I kind of like gather that it relates to the experiments I was having visions about? There's not enough here for you to know if this is the same project or if it's a different project, because they could have multiple projects going. And based on this, you don't know if they are still doing this project or if it was just something that they did in 1945. You can't tell how current this is. And one of the things you notice is since you just sort of grabbed a handful, there's a lot of like vague bits of information that then like have a forward to FBP files and then has like a reference number for you to then be able to go and find that file but you since you just grabbed a handful you don't have those files mm-hmm. you have a couple of personnel files they seem pretty standard like it's just the higher ups sort of personnel so it's got like vague demerits and stuff nothing too interesting at least to you Yeah, that's sort of the main things you get with a 10. Do I see stuff about Dolores? No, not not in the handful you got. Okay. Ganrith, you at least know enough of the code to know that you have you've never been involved with this project, nor do you really know what it is, but you've heard people mention it offhand and you haven't really thought anything of it. So you see the abbreviation. Does it have a code name? Uh well <laughs> you you see the abbreviation FBP and you remember that you would hear some of the scientists talk about the Far Beyond project. You don't get much more than what Gwen got besides the name of that project. You look at some of the other files. 
There's a little bit of a Nosoth file that seems just like intel that Nosoth seems to be working on some powerful weapon. It seems like the DUA, like you guys didn't get the whole file, but it seems to you guys based on what you grabbed that even the DUA doesn't really know what it is, but they assume that it has to be purely magical based on Nosoth's whole deal. So it's not like tech mixed with magic. It would just be some sort of purely magical thing. You look at the personnel files and you see one for Dr. Alexander Jones. There's not a ton here. Uh, he got a bunch of write-ups all for pretty vague reasons that to you kind of just seem like they're bullshit. Like they were looking to write him up for any reason. And before the write-ups, you see several references to an asset, asset 1524-63. This is in the Alexander Jones file? Yes. And there's one of those reference file numbers to a file that you didn't grab. Connected to Dr. Jones is a little note about James. Like, you didn't get James's file, but there's a, like a footnote about James connected to Dr. Jones. In 1973, it says that they were unsure about his alliance or his loyalty, sort of, thought to be in a relationship with Dr. Jones. And then there's a note that says, have Watts watch him until confirmation. And then lastly, of the people who you would be interested in, there are some other, you didn't just get these people, but I'm not going to bother on the people who aren't story relevant, because what's the point? You grabbed Colleen Feldman's. You see that she got a demerit shortly after uh, you and Max came to pick up a mirror. And then there's, a again, a reference number to another file. And I'll briefly touch on some of the extra people. These aren't people who work for the DUA, but you guys have a little bit of a file about just people of interest. It seems like, you know, they're monitoring people around town. Yeah. You have one for a man named Titus Crow, who is marked as some sort of renowned adventurer and monster hunter. It noted that he died in some sort of Eldridge beast encounter. You have a Carlos Manos. He volunteered for the Far Beyond Project and died in 1970. Uh, and that's what you guys got. So that's what you guys get from the lore dump. Woo! Lore dump. <laughs> Woo! So what are you doing? I mean, I th of our options, I think your patron might be our best. Really? I thought you guys didn't really like him. No, uh, we. I, I don't. <laughs> but he did have the one, <laughs> the one ritual with the least amount of strings attached. Yeah, you're kind of the only string. I mean, you're an adult. If you uh if you're alright with you know, potentially consequences, then You know, there were consequences that I didn't even agree to in the beginning, so at this point I'm already involved, so 
Fair enough. Besides, I've been able to do magic. I've only been a barbarian for most of my life, but now I've been doing magic stuff, and that's really cool. So yeah, you know what my vote is. I same vote. I don't think we can trust either of the other two. I mean, we can't trust any of them. I, well, the thing is, we at least know the Dark One wants at least Susie intact. For now. Hey. The other two, we don't even know if they, if any of us need to be intact. They. The mother likes Martha. That's something. (laughs) We all like Martha. The mother's not special. Hell yeah. We do. <laughs> so, what are you guys doing? Uh, I mean, we haven't really had to find the Dark One before. Usually, we think about starting to look for him. He's just kind of... He's behind me, isn't he? <laughs> I mean, you guys still need the material token. Yeah, that is true. true, 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 true. But is he behind Yenrith? No, he just whispers, you need the final token, and then disappears again. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Just in Susie's head. Are you guys going there now? Do we get to my place without getting arrested? Yeah, like, who... Am I driving you? Are we getting someone else to drive you? Because we shouldn't all go as a group. Yeah, I probably would end well. No, really, ideally, it should just be Susie, but that's not feasible. Yeah. So, which one of us will go, like... Yeah. Because I do still have my car, because I'm assuming it's here, because we both drove here, I believe. (laughs) Is Max an option? Can you drive? Max can drive. Max just doesn't have a car. Hotwire a car? Borrow uh, Gunther's? You can drive my car, but don't, don't crash my car if you use my car. That's it. That's all I want. Max also knows ways through the city. As, as, um... Portrayed? I don't know. I can't think of the word. When we were going through the tunnels, the sewer system. I don't know whether or not Max knows route to there, but... So who's going? And in which car? Gunther's van? Would he let us? Or we just steal it without telling him? No. (laughs) I would assume Yanrith going out alone might be... Be alone, he has me. I mean, you have the quote unquote disguise. What do you mean, quote unquote? <laughs> you look weird with it. <laughs> Neither Gwen nor Yanworth should go. Neither, neither of us should go because can't really be seen. Yeah. The option is to try and send an NPC or probably send Max. Then we should send Max. Are you taking what is actually Gwen's parents' car, or are you asking Gunther to borrow the van? Gunther's van, probably. All right. Is it just you two? Are you taking Martha, or is Martha staying with Yanrith and Gwen? 
Martha's not very inconspicuous. Uh, that's true. She is fairly conspicuous, yeah. All right. You guys get the keys from Gunther and head out, heading back across town to uh, Susie's apartment. You guys get up to her floor and see the remnants of her smashed-in door from the break-in. Home sweet home. There's a little note left on the door that's like just on a little post-it and it says, This appears to be from a break-in? Would you like me to file a police report? I can see if the landlord would do it if you would rather that. And it's signed Laura. And in parentheses, it says the girl at the front desk. Oh, so sweet. It's always so sweet. I don't think we should call the police about this. All right. Susie steps around the mess that is her apartment and goes into her bedroom for the uh, ring. Is it where it was left last time? Yep. All right. It's in like a little box. So she picks up the box first and goes back into the living room. And she just kind of stares at it for a minute and doesn't say anything. Susie, you okay? Yeah, it just... She opens it up and just kind of stares at the ring for a minute. She kind of just thinks about how it's only been a couple weeks since her life went to shit. She was full of worms from her girlfriend that she then brutally murdered in a rage. She's been hiding from the government, basically, and cultists and fighting random magical creatures from all over the place that she didn't really know existed. Well, I mean, she knew she, they existed. She just didn't think they'd ever be a part of her life. Her apartment's been ruined, and she just kind of realizes that all at once. She had a nice apartment with her girlfriend. She had a nice job. And now she's dealing with gods and all sorts of government conspiracies and stuff. So, uh, yeah, she goes into a rage and swings her warhammer at Max. What? Why at Max? This episode was produced and edited by Meriwether Minix. The intro and outro were composed by Jasmine Blackman. Sound design by Melody Berkebile and Harrison Minix. You can follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Tumblr at Cthulhu is Rad, all one word. And on Instagram at Cthulhu underscore is underscore rad. Or email us at CthulhuIsRad at gmail.com. You can find us on any podcast app. We would appreciate it if you would leave us a rating, review, or even just tell a friend. Thank you for listening.